Ephesians 5.18, don't get drunk with wine for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. The exhortation of this verse is for the believer not to just be satisfied with just a touch or just a tiny bit of the Spirit's influence, but to desire and to hunger to be constantly and completely flooded and filled, totally immersed and controlled by the Holy Spirit's power. Amen. And so this morning, I want to talk to you about expecting the Spirit of God to change your life. How many of you know the Spirit of God can change your life? And uh, I feel like some people have gotten discouraged and have lost their confidence and hope in God's ability to change their life. And I just feel this morning, I just feel this morning that I need to encourage you. That I need to encourage you, not encourage you about your future, but encourage you about the things of God. Encourage you about the things of the Lord. I want to encourage you to expect the Holy Spirit. How many of you know that the Holy Spirit hasn't lost its power? The Holy Spirit hasn't lost its ability to change and transform lives. The Holy Spirit's power has a dwindled, like it's running out of gas. Amen. How many of you know that the Holy Spirit's power is still as strong as it is, as it was on the day of Pentecost, as it is today? Amen. It's still there. And so I want to encourage you to expect the Holy Spirit to change your life. In, in uh, last Sunday, we ended our, our time together with this verse of scripture, 1 Samuel 10 and verse 6. Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. Now, those of you that got the newsletter, I talked about this. And and this scripture, listen, whenever I was studying last week, this scripture like popped up on the screen without me looking for it. I don't know how it got there, to be honest with you. But whenever it popped up, my attention just gravitated to it and my, and my focus went, went out towards it and I just meditated and I just had a sense and a feeling that God wanted to say something to us through this verse. The prophet Samuel told Saul when he had just anointed uh, him king of Israel that he would run into a group of prophets that would be prophesying. And when he did, when he saw that group of prophets, that the Spirit of God would come upon him and he would prophesy with them. And, And Samuel said, and you will be turned into another man. When the Spirit of God came on Saul, the Spirit of God changed him. How many of you know he was never the same after that day? He was changed into a total, totally different, a man totally different than he was before. And so listen, the, the Spirit of the Lord has the ability to change people's lives. The Holy Spirit has the ability to change. Come on. Listen. You know, listen, they, they closed the, the, uh, the detox unit in, in, the, in UMC because of the budget cuts. There are people today, there are many people. It used to be that it was certain sect of people that were addicted to alcohol or drugs or whatever. Listen, today there's doctors, there's lawyers, there's every place and every form of society that is getting addicted to painkillers, getting addicted to narcotics that cannot go a day without some kind of stimulant to help them cope with life. And they don't know where to turn or where to go. But I'm here to tell you this morning that the Spirit of God still has the power and He still has the ability to change and transform people's lives. He can do it. Amen. 
And so listen, I believe this verse of Scripture is a prophetic word for this church and a prophetic word for some of you here today. I feel a strong urgency to sound the trumpet and say, don't get discouraged, don't give up, put your hope, put your faith in the living God that has the ability to change. Amen. Expect the Spirit of the Lord to come upon you in a fresh In a more intense way. A new level of anointing and spiritual authority. Expect that to come on you. Expect to be filled with a new level and filling of the Holy Spirit. You know, just as I said that, I felt like he went, womb. I believe that there there is a lack of faith in the power of God. In the Spirit of God. And the Lord wants me to encourage you today to stir yourself up. To stir yourself up and say, wait a minute. The Lord promised he would send his spirit. His spirit has been sent. I need the filling of the Holy Spirit in my life. Come on, expect it. Expect to be filled. Amen. Listen, some of you have been hungering and thirsting for the Spirit of God. You've been calling. You've been praying. You've been crying out. And I want to tell you today that God has not, your cries has not fallen on deaf ears. He's heard your cry. And listen, I want you to believe that God is going to answer your hunger. He's going to respond to your cry. And He's going to fill you. Amen. I want to encourage you today to begin expecting the Spirit of God to come on your life in a new and a special way. Hebrews eleven six. without faith it's impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hey, the prophet Joel said in the last days God says I will pour out my spirit on all people. Listen, whenever he wrote this, I can't believe for a moment that he was speaking in an er- that he was speaking in an earlier day than we are today. We have to be in the last days. We have to be further down the road than whenever this was prophesied. And he said in the last days, I have to believe that we are somewhere in the last days. I don't know how close to the end, but somewhere in the last days and somewhere in the last days, he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. All flesh, that's you, that's me, that's everybody. Amen. The Lord says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Come on, are y'all with me today? More, Lord, more, 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 more. Amen. Expect some profound things to begin changing in your life. I believe that some difficult circumstances and frustrating situations will begin changing in your life. I just believe it. I just have a sense of it that things are changing in some people's lives in here today. I just believe that some difficult circumstances that you've been wrestling with for a long time, you've been exhausted trying to deal with them and handle them, that God is about to change the course and the trajectory of those circumstances. And that people's lives that have been frustrated Frustrated or turning around today. I just have a sense that people that have been in the wilderness for a long time and they're trying their best to serve God, they're trying their best to live for God, but yet they feel like they've been in the wilderness a long time. I just have a sense that you're coming out of the wilderness. I have a sense, I want to encourage you that listen, there are seasons for everything, there's a season to be in the wilderness, but I believe that there's a season to come out of the wilderness, and I'm believing that you are coming out of the wilderness today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
the wilderness season. It's time to come to the end. Psalm 126 and 5 says, They that sow in tears will reap in joy. Psalm 35, For his anger is for a moment, but his favor for life. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. I believe there's a spiritual morning. Come on. I, I believe the time of wilderness, discouraged weeping is coming to an end and a new season of joy is coming. I'm talking about joy in the Holy Ghost. Joy in your walk with God. Joy in serving God. Listen, for some of you, it used to be a joy to serve God, but you lost your joy. Now it's a drudgery. Now it's a burden. Now it's a task. And I'm believing the Lord saying, enough time is out. It's time for you to enter in the rest of the Lord and enjoy the joy of your salvation. Come on. How many of you know serving God is a joy? The joy of salvation. Amen. Wow. Expect supernatural things to happen in your life. Expect supernatural things to happen. Is God the same yesterday, today, and forever? Isn't He the same yesterday, today, and forever? Did He do supernatural works yesterday? Will he do them today? He will. And so expect supernatural things. In 1 Samuel 10 and 7, it said, he said, he told uh, Saul, and let it be when these signs come to you that you do as the occasion demands, for God is with you. You shall go down before me to Gilgag, Gilgal, and surely I will come down to you to offer burnt offerings and make sacrifices of peace offerings. Seven days you shall wait till I come to you and show you what you should do. I believe we need to expect the Lord to speak to you and to give us supernatural guidance. Some of us, listen, we need supernatural guidance of how to handle our circumstance, what to do about our situation. Come on, how many of you can relate to what I'm talking about? Remember God, remember, he told Saul, remember, I, God is with you. He said, I am with you. Can I remind you today, God is with you. You're not by yourself, Amen. And in Hebrews 13, 5, God said, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. God is with you. You might feel like you're by yourself. You might feel like he abandoned you. You're left alone, but you're not alone. He didn't leave you alone. He's with you. He'll never depart from you. He'll be with you everywhere you go. He is with you this day. He is with you this hour. And he's with you right now where you are. Remember that God is with you. Jesus said, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Amen. So expect the Lord to speak to you and give you wisdom and insight of what to do. Divine knowledge, divine light to show you how to handle your circumstances and your situations, how to deal with the things that you're going through because God will speak to you and he will show you what to do. Amen. Expect the Lord to give you a new heart as well. In, in, in Samuel 9, 10, 9, he says, So it was when he had turned his back to go from Samuel that God gave him another heart. And all those signs came to pass that day. How many of you know that God has the ability to give us new hearts? He gives, he gives new hearts to people. In Ezekiel 36, 26, he said, I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and you will keep my judgments and do them. God has the ability to remove hard, callous, broken, obstinate, rebellious hearts. He has the ability to take the, the broken down heart that we live in with and give us a whole brand new one. Amen. How many of you know life will break your heart? It will discourage you. It will leave you bleeding. Amen. Life has a way of messing you up. But the Lord says, I'm going to give you a new heart. 
So I want to I encourage you. Expect the Lord to give you a new heart. Listen, those of you that are discouraged, I want you to begin to believe and expect the Spirit of God to change you and to give you a new heart. Those of you that are, feel like you're, you're hopeless, I want to encourage you to just stir yourself up. I believe God is going to give you hope this morning. And he's going to say, listen, I didn't call you to be hopeless. I called you to be hope-filled. I, I called you to be hopeful. Amen. Listen, some of you, you've been broken down. You've gone through a lot of heartache, a lot of disappointment, betrayal, and just all kind of mistreatment. And your heart is bleeding. The Lord is going to give you a new heart. I can see him right now stopping up the bleeding. Like if you took something and put pressure on a, on a wound that's bleeding. I see the Lord right now by the Spirit of God saying enough is enough. I'm tired of my body having broken, bleeding hearts. It's time for them to be healed and delivered and set free. Amen. Hey, listen, there are people in the body of Christ trying to serve God, but that are struggling with addictions and struggling with, with, with just bondages and stuff. And I just believe the Lord is saying, I want to give you a new heart that doesn't have any strings attached. No bondages, no strongholds. I want to give you a liberated, set-free heart that can serve me and live for me and do what I've called you to do. Amen. Amen. Heavy hearts, no longer heavy but filled with the peace of God. I like Isaiah 61 and 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planning of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Come on, the Lord's saying, wait a minute, hold on. I'm tired of my body being heavy, being broken. I'm going to give you a new heart. And it's not by might. It's not by power, but it's by the spirit of God. That when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, you will be changed into another man. I'm not talking about having to work for it, to go do this and go. I'm talking about supernaturally, miraculously, by the Spirit of God. Man, I want to encourage you to expect the Lord to release His supernatural gifts in your life. And, and that's what he told. He told Saul in verse 10, when they came there to the hill, there was a group of prophets to meet him. Then the Spirit of God came upon him. And he prophesied among them. He got right in the middle of them. There was prophets and they were prophesied. Saul wasn't a prophet until the Spirit of God came on him. And then he became a prophet. Amen. And so all of a sudden, he gets in the middle of the prophets and he starts prophesying. That's supernatural. That's miraculous. Can God give gifts today? The Lord's releasing gifts today. 1 Corinthians 12, 1 says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. Verse 4, there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversity, diversity of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as He wills. 
So the Spirit of God releases the spiritual gifts in our life. Amen? And he mentions nine there. The revelation gifts, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, the discerning of spirit. He mentions the power gifts, the gift of faith, the gift of miracles, the gift of healing. And then he mentions the speaking gifts, the gift of prophecy, the gift of tongues, and the interpretation of tongues. Brothers and sisters, let me ask you a question. Has the gift ceased in our day and in our hour in the church? Are the gifts still available? Are the gifts still in the church? Then we need to operate in them. And the way we operate in them is through the power of God. It's not your ability or my ability. It's by the Spirit of the living God. When the Spirit comes on you, you're changed and you're able to operate in spiritual gifts. Amen? And listen, verse 11 says, But the one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually, individually as He wills. Listen, the nine gifts are distributed and released into the body. Why? Verse 7 says, The manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. We need the gifts. Amen. We need to operate in the gifts. Why? Because the gifts will help us, encourage us. And God wants to use you. And let's say, well, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that looks like. I don't either. But I want to awaken your spirit to it. That the same spirit that came upon Saul is coming on people today. And they're operating in spiritual gifts. Are y'all with me today? Amen. And we need to expect to be misunderstood and even persecuted by others. And that's what he, in verse 11, it happened when all who knew him, talking about Saul, formally saw that he indeed prophesied among the prophets that the people said to one another, what is this that has come upon the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? Then a man from there answered and said, but who is their father? Therefore it became a proverb, is Saul also among the prophets? Now, we can't detect all the attitude there, but I believe that, listen, Saul's new spirit-filled experience wasn't well received by everybody. And I believe that some had disdain towards him, and some even misunderstood what was going on. And they said, there's no way that Saul could be a prophet. There's no way that he could prophesy. And can I encourage you today that even though God wants to work in your life, some people are going to misunderstand what's going on in your life. And some people will even even persecute you. So don't be surprised if you receive persecution as God begins to work in your life. In fact, be encouraged by it. If you start receiving persecution because you're doing the right thing and living for God. And I'm not talking about being stupid. I'm talking about living for God and living for the King of Kings. Don't be surprised if they persecute you. Amen. In fact, Jesus said, blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. First Peter 4 and 14 says, if you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed. For the spirit of glory and of God rest on you. Amen. Listen, the more mistreatment, the more persecution that you receive, the greater the anointing of God will be on your life. The greater the the presence of God will be on your life. Amen. Let them laugh at you. Let them make fun of you. Let them ridicule you. Let them say whatever they want. You just set your face like flint to serve the living God and we'll see what happens down the road. Amen. We'll see what happens in your life. Amen. 
But I believe the glory of God is going to rest on your life. The power of God is going to rest on your life. And listen, some of you in this room today, you've been suffering persecution. You've been attacked by even your loved ones because you're trying to live for God. But I want you to know that God is going to bless you while you endure persecution. And he's going to reward your faithfulness to him. And he's going to release on your life a great anointing from heaven, a great power from heaven. And he's going to use you in his kingdom. And the kingdom of God is going to be open unto you. Amen. Can you receive that this morning? Do you believe that this morning? Amen. Now here, finally, we need to expect to go to new levels and dimensions of worship and intimacy with God as the Spirit comes on us. 1 Samuel 10, 13 says, and when he had finished prophesying, he went to the high place. Come on. How many of you know that song? I'm going up, going up to the high place. Come on, how many of you know the Lord don't want us to live in the low place? He don't want us to live in the chicken coop with the chickens. He wants us to go to the high place. And he wants, to, he wants us to soar like eagles. Amen. Come on, he don't want us to live below our circumstances. He wants us to go to the high place above our circumstances. Amen. He don't want us to live by our, uh, by our environment. He wants us to go over our environment. Amen. And I believe the Lord is wanting to take us to a new level, spiritually speaking. New levels, new dimensions. And in Ephesians 2 and 4, says, God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we are dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. And he raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now listen, in the natural, I'm right here on this stage. I'm right here on this earth. But in the spirit, I'm not right here. In the spirit, I'm up there. I'm seated with Jesus in heavenly places. And the Bible says he gave Jesus all, all rule and all authority. He gave him all power and dominion over everything. Everything is under his feet. And I'm sitting right next to him. Amen. And so I've been given spiritual authority. I've been given spiritual anointing from heaven. Amen. I'm not spiritually seated on the earth. I'm spiritually seated in heavenly places. And all the fullness of the kingdom of God has been given to me to live my life here on the earth. Amen. I am rich with the inheritance of the saints. Amen. I am filled with the power and grace and blessing of God. And you know what? Not only am I, but if you're a child of God, so are you. So are you. You're not here. You're there. You're seated with God in heavenly places. So rise up, O man of God. Rise up, O woman of God. Stir yourself up. Amen. Stir yourself up in the Spirit. It's in the Spirit. It's not by might. It's not by power. But it's by the Spirit of God. It's by the Spirit of God. It doesn't come with our ability. We've been trying to do it on our own long enough. We've been trying to live the Christian life on our own. You can't live the Christian life on your own. You can't live a victorious Christian life on your own. you got to be empowered by the Spirit of God. And when the Spirit of God comes on you, my brother, you're going to be changed. My sister, you're going to be changed. You're not going to be Saul. You're going to be Paul. Come on. You're not going to be, you're not going to be Joseph. You're going to be the Prince of God. Amen. You're not going to be a loser. You're going to be a victorious one. Amen. How many of you know God transforms? He changes people's lives. Come on. Would you stand with me? Come on. Stand with me today. Come on. I just, come on. Just receive today the encouragement of the Lord. Be encouraged today. 
God has lost the ability to change lives. God's kingdom hasn't run out of power. That's what the enemy would like us to believe. The kingdom of God is alive and well. We've heard right here how God is moving supernaturally in, in, around the world. Well, I want God to move right here at Family Life Church. I want God to move right here in Acadiana. I want to see God move right here in Lafayette. Amen. I don't want to hear about it. I want to see it. I want to experience it. Amen. Are y'all with me today? Come on. How many of you hungry? Expect the Lord to change your life. It's not by might. It's not by power. But it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. By the spirit of God. Listen. The Lord wants to heal His body, strengthen His body, empower His body. And it's by the Spirit of God. It's by the anointing of God that it's done. Before the early church was empowered, they could not make a difference. But once they got empowered by the Spirit, they could not be stopped. They could not be stopped. Come on, I believe that God has enough anointing For us to change our environment instead of be changed by environment. Come on, I believe that God has enough of His power to give us joy instead of heaviness and discouragement. I believe that the Spirit of God has enough power to give us victory today. To give us encouragement today. To lift up our heads. To give us hope so we can walk out of here and not feel defeated but be encouraged. Yes, Lord. Come on, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I pray for a release of your spirit. I pray for a release. Come on, ask him to fill you. Come on, ask him to empower you. Lord, more, more, God. The more of you I have, the more I'll be changed, Lord. The more of you I have, the more. Listen, God has a new ministry for you. He has new, he has new effectiveness for you. He's got a new possibility for you. Come on. It's time for situations to change. God wants to change your circumstance. Listen, some of you, you're struggling in business and God says, trust me, rely on me, believe me, because it's not by your doing. It's not by your might, your power, but it's by my spirit. Listen, some of you're struggling with relationships and you've been trying to work it out and make it happen. And God says, it's not by your doing. It's not by your work. It's by my spirit. It's by my spirit that it's going to work out. Praise you, Father God. Praise you, Lord. Come on, just worship Him right there where you are. Worship Him. Worship Him. Come on. Come on, it's time to get broken. It's time to get that thing to be broken off of you. Praise you. Come on, help me pray, saints of God. Father, we pray. Lord, help us. Help us. Give us greater faith, God. Give us greater confidence. Give us greater boldness, God. Give us greater expectancy, Lord. Lord, let us not live, Lord, with little faith, with unbelief, with doubt. But help us today to, Lord, to begin expecting like we've never expected before. Lord Jesus, I pray today, release your grace right now. Release your power right now. Release your presence right now. Thank you, Lord. Come on, just begin to worship Him right where you are. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Father God. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Father God. 
Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Father God. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Praise you. Praise you. Come on, just take. Come on. We can't be so in a hurry to go. Come on, we can't be so in a hurry to go. Come on, we need more of the Lord. We need more of the Lord. Come on, let's hunger for Him. Come on, God wants more. He wants to do more. He wants to give us more. He wants us to experience more. Come on, the body of Christ is getting disgruntled. They're getting disillusioned. And they're saying, is this all that there is? And the Lord says, no, that's not all. That's not all there is. There's more. There's more. There's more. And there's more. Thank you, Father God. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Father God. Come on, let's worship the Lord. Let's worship the Lord. How many of you desire more of the Lord? When the Spirit of the Lord comes on you, you will be changed. You will be changed. You will be changed. Praise you, Jesus. Listen, let me encourage you before we go this morning. I believe that as we continually pursue the Lord and take the time to go deeper in our walk with God, that things supernaturally are going to begin happening in our life. Miraculous things are going to begin happening. Amen? It's like you're going to say, wow. And it's going to be just, you're going to be amazed. You're going to wake up and say, wow. It's going to blow your mind. It's going to, it's going to just, it's going to fill you with joy. Amen? How many, come on, y'all believe this? Y'all believe it? Amen. 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 I encourage you, take time to get alone with God. We're too busy. We're too in a hurry. We got too much on our plate. We need to take time to sit at the feet of Jesus. Amen. Tap into the vine and let him fill us. Amen. That's how we get filled. Hunger for God. Thirst for God. Spend time with God and let him. Listen, you go into your prayer closet discouraged, leave encouraged. You go in, you go in weeping, you come out with joy. Amen. Come on, you go in heavy, you leave light. Come on, are y'all with me? You go in stressed out, you leave at peace. Come on, you go in in one way, you come out another. Because it's not by might, it's not by power. But it is by the Spirit of the living God. I believe miracles are coming. Supernatural miracles miraculous things are coming. I'm not talking about in church. I'm talking about in your family, in your life, in your situation. Amen? In your, in your realm of influence. Amen? I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. That it's coming, saints of God. That God is going to work a greater work. Are y'all with me today? Can I get a greater witness and give a praise unto the Lord? Yes, God. We believe it. We receive it, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I, I trust that you're encouraged today. I've done my level best to encourage you. Amen. If you don't feel encouraged, come up. I want to lay hands on you, and I want to pray for you, believing for God to just encourage your heart. Be encouraged. Come on, be encouraged. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. It's the oxygen of the soul. Amen. Be encouraged in your walk with God. God bless you. You're dismissed. Have a great day.